celebration. Come on, let's welcome in all of our locations today. Everyone tuning in online. And uh, just before we get into the message, and that's right, we are still in the giant series. How many of you have enjoyed this series? Huh? It's, it's really been great. Today is the final message because obviously next uh, weekend is Easter. Let me just say a few things about Easter. First of all, the Good Friday service. Everybody say, at all of our locations, say Good Friday. Okay, our Good Friday service is also our first Friday service, okay? And so this is gonna be a messianic service, really like a, a combination, and we're gonna take communion together. Here's my promise to you. If you come to the Good Friday service, which is the first Friday service, it will be like you're taking communion for the first time. You will understand things about communion that you have no idea about as we kind of trace the, the and, and celebrate Jesus as our Passover lamb, but see the, the roots of, of communion and the Passover and how it was fulfilled through Jesus. And so we're, we have some amazing things going on uh, this weekend, but I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, come to the first Friday service uh, right here at the arena. It is gonna be, we've never done anything like this. It is gonna be awesome, okay? And then also you'll see on your card all the service times. Saturday, five and seven, those are great service uh, options for you if you can make either the five or seven on Saturday because obviously we know that uh, Sunday mornings are really crowded. And then of course, uh, our annual, the big uh, you know, Easter egg extravaganza, our Sunday five o'clock service, man. It was just awesome last year. It's gonna even be better this year. So uh, check all these uh, things out on the card. Uh, it's gonna be a great Easter weekend. All of our teams are working really, really hard. And uh, you guys know, Keith said, I, I, I can't remember what the study is, but it's something like, people are 90% more likely to say yes if you invite them to Easter or Christmas than just a regular Sunday. And so how many of you know the Bible says we need to make most of our opportunities, right? Make most of our opportunities so we have a great opportunity this coming weekend as we celebrate our risen Savior, and so that's awesome. And also, not only looking forward to the weekend, but man, celebrate, celebrating what God just did this past weekend in our men. We had an amazing man conference. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, you know, we have not, we've done some men's events and some men's nights, but we, we haven't done a, a men's conference in uh, I, I think four years or something like that. And uh, we had to wait till we could get in a rhythm with our, our calendar here in the arena with all the other conferences and everything, but it was just unbelievable. Come on, do I have some guys who are at the conference? Men, it was like, Bishop Jakes was just unbelievable. What, what a special experience that is to, to be with him, and we're looking forward to the man conference next year, and we've got a lot of things upcoming for our men. So in light of all that, now listen, I'm gonna need a little bit of help today, okay? Because I preached a lot yesterday. So, you know, because Bishop Jakes, he, he gets up Friday night, he preaches like over an hour, one message. So I had to preach a whole series to the men yesterday morning to get up over an hour, you know what I'm saying? Like. I was like, man, Bishop Jakes gave him all that. Okay, I gotta give him, so I gave him like a whole series on Elijah, but uh, come on guys, it was good, huh? It was good. So uh, I might need a few more amens and you know what I'm saying? 
If I, if I misquote a couple of scriptures, just know I got a lot jumbled up in me right now, all right? It's all good, but uh, if you have your Bibles, I, you, can, you can go, you know, we're, we're gonna go back to that original text, and I've got some other scriptures, but we're gonna land on that original text right there of Numbers, Numbers chapter 13, and we're gonna look one more time, one more time at verses uh, 25 through 33 as we see the Israelites and the opportunity that they had to go straight into the promised land and receive what God had for them. But uh, let me give you another scripture and then we'll pray. It's so, so important. And you know what we might do? I thought this was fun to say. We might do a few touch your neighbors in this service. Have you ever watched, if you didn't hear Bishop Jakes, you ever watched Bishop Jakes on TV? Come on, everybody knows Bishop Jakes, right? So you know, he's like, touch your neighbor, say this to your neighbor. Come on, so I'm kinda, I'm kinda in that fun vibe, you know, so don't worry, we might not do it again. Maybe we will. Some of y'all, remember, if I say touch your neighbor, it's like touch, it's not hit your neighbor, all right? So I, don't be bringing your spousal conflict up in here. All right, so. <laughs> mm. Isaiah chapter 53, verse one. Now you stay in Numbers, Isaiah 53, one. Who has believed our report? Who has, look at this, believed, everybody say believed, our report, say report. This is God speaking, of course, this is requoted uh, in, in Acts and, and a few other passages in the New Testament. Originally, this is speaking of Jesus and and. and and God's report of Jesus as our Messiah. Look, who has believed, watch, our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? I wanna to talk to you today about being people of a good report. Being people of a good report, even though we live in a world of bad news. And, uh, I've entitled this message, A Good Report, A Good Report. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, for these next 30 minutes or so, Lord, I pray that you would show us, that you would help us, God, as we conclude this giant series. God, that we would be a people of good report. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen and amen. Let me take you to Psalms before we get to a number. Psalms. 112, there's a lot of Psalms in the Bible, huh? So we're gonna go to 112. Let me begin reading here in verse one. Look what it says, it says, praise the Lord. Come on, let's, let's praise the Lord, all right? So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reading through the Psalm. Praise the Lord, look at this. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commandments. Their children, I love this, we talked about the next generation all in the men's conference. The ch their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. How many of you know true wealth is not on the outside, it's on the inside when you have Jesus, okay? It says, uh, light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Hello, business people. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Look at this. 
the right, the, those, are, those who are righteous will long be remembered. Now watch this. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. Real quick, let's go eight and nine, then I want to go back to seven. Look, they are confident and fearless. Everybody say fearless. Come on, what did God keep telling the children of Israel when, when he was telling them to go into the promised land? What? Fear not, fear not. He says, be confident and fearless. Like we might live in a world of chaos, but God has called us to bring confidence into the chaos. Look, they are confident and fearless. They can face their foes. We've been talking about what? Your fruit is in your foe. You can overcome. That's who you are in your DNA. They can face their foes triumphantly. Verse nine, look. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have, this is awesome, influence and honor, influence and honor. Now go back to verse seven here. Look at this. The righteous, God's people, they do not fear bad news. They do not fear bad news. Now, I don't know about you, but me, wouldn't it be great if this scripture said, would say, the righteous will never get bad news? Wouldn't that be awesome? Man, I think if I was, you know, if it was a Stovall translation, man, wouldn't it be great if the Bible said that the righteous, you know, like when we start really living for God, the righteous will not get bad news, but it doesn't say that, does it? It says they do not, watch, fear Bad news, fear, bad news. How many of you have gotten some bad news recently? I mean, bad, does bad news just abound in the world that we live in? You know, and, and have you ever been in one of those seasons where like, like you, it's like you get on a, a, you know how a football team or a sports team might get on a hot streak? You know, and win a bunch, of, how many of you have ever been on a bad news streak? You know what I'm saying? It's like. It's like, it's bad news and then it's just bad news and, and, and things like that. And, and when you kind of get that streak of bad news in your life, you can get to the point like, man, you just don't want to receive any news. You ever been there? You know what I'm saying? Come on, you, 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 you. I mean, it starts off when you're little. I can remember when, when I was, uh, when I was in elementary school, I was just one of those kids and kids, you don't have to be like this, but I was always getting in trouble. And uh, kids <laughs> schools today. Let me tell you something. The elementary school I went to back in Louisiana as a young boy, let me tell you something. It was all about the paddle. It wasn't none of this. Uh, don't touch the students. Watch. My principal, watch. My principal, honest the Lord as my witness, in his office, in his regular office, when you walked in, guess what? He had a row of paddles. <laughs> and they, you, there's my mom sitting over there. You remember Mr. Boone, Nagman Elementary in Alexandria, Louisiana? My mom knew because I come home with my butt red every week. <laughs> he had this, it was like these paddles hanging on the wall. And when you went to his office, you were terrified because they were like laid out in order of severity. You know, there was this. <laughs> I mean, I can remember one pole, one paddle, it had like these holes. <laughs> it 
It had, so like when he went, it could get least, the less air resistance for the impact. I remember he whooped me so sometimes and I go look at my behind in, in the mirror and it would have like three holes. <laughs> You see, kids all over our school every day, they'd be walking like this. <laughs> so, needless to say, when I was a young boy and I'd be in class and it would be like, Stovall, Wim Stovall Wims report to the principal's office. Stovall Wims report to the principal's office. I mean, when you heard that, you were just like, oh. Just the fear, and you, all your classmates would look at you like this. And it was just like, it, it didn't matter, you know, what it was, you were going to the principals, it was just the fear and the dread. How many of you have ever had one of those weeks and it was like, the news that was coming to you, like you felt like every, whether it was a, a call or this or that, it was like, report to the principals office. It's like some things, and we live in a world that has such bad news everywhere. I mean, even on the news stations, it's like we get conditioned and it's almost kind of like we start walking through life like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you ever been in one of those meetings? You're like, <laughs> I mean, you don't do this, but this is how you feel inside. Like, please just be gentle, you know? <laughs> Or maybe, maybe, and things just start triggering bad news. You just kind of start expecting bad news and everything's bad news. Or maybe, you know, guys, you can relate to this. We're coming out of the, the men's conference. Sometimes your wife will say something to you. It might not even be bad news, but it's just one of those things she says. And in your mind, you kind of like, this is probably bad news. You know what I'm saying? Like when your wife says something to you, like, we need to talk. Look, there's Carrie nodding her head over there. Come on, man, how many of you husbands know when your wife says, we need to talk? How many of you know? You're like, ah. Come on, rest of y'all are lying, man. Because we all know nobody really needs to talk, all right? <laughs> From the man perspective, we will talk, but do we need <laughs> it's usually something bad, but you know what? And then, and then, but it might be so like, oh, okay, what, what is it? And it might just be about dinner or it might just be about, you know, something that's not, not bad news, but like we, we get conditioned in, in the world that we live in to almost like just kind of expect bad news. Well, here's what I wanna say. Even though we live in a world of bad news, that doesn't mean we have to be people of a bad report. See, there's a difference between the news you receive and the report you believe. And just because we, oh yeah, you can clap right there. You can clap right there. Just because we receive bad news, we, we, we don't have to have, uh, operate or live life according to the news we, re we receive. It's not about that. It's about the report that we believe. And there's a big difference in news 
and in what your report is. What's your report? Are we people of a good report? If there is any people on this earth that need to be people of a good report, it's the people of God because we have the report of Jesus. That's what we just read. Put Psalm 112 back up there real quick. Verse 7. That's what we just read on Isaiah 53. What did God say? Not, not who has received our news, but what did God say? Who has believed our what? Our report. We can live in a world of bad news, but be people of a good report. God has called us not to live according to the news, but according to the report, the promise that he has for our lives. So here's what I want to say. What? You might have received some really bad news this week. You might, uh, or this past week, you might see, receive some really uh, bad news this afternoon. You might receive some more bad news. Whatever, I'm telling you right now, when you believe the right report, you don't have to fear bad news. Come on, because God is with you. And the news does not make your report. So let's look at this again. Go to, go to Numbers. We're gonna go back to our theme text here and kind of look at, go to Numbers 13, 13, 25 through 33. Everyone in Celebration Church ought to almost have this passage of scripture memorized. We've been over it so much. Okay. Look, here they go again. I'm not even gonna give you the context. You ought to know the context. If you don't, just go listen to the previous eight messages that have been preached in our church. Okay. Here they come. Look, after exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned 26 to Moses. Oh, that's verse 26. <laughs> Don't be messing with me, media. Don't be messing with me. Man, I'm looking at that 26. I'm trying to get a biblical numerology. I'm like, man, I, I ain't seen that before in that verse. Twenty-six. So twenty-one. Twenty-one's the number of breakthrough, right? Twenty-one day fast. Then you add five. Five's the number of grace. That equals twenty-six. Oh, there's. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there, there, there. There's some breakthrough and grace in this message. when you believe the right report, there's breakthrough and grace on your life. Woo! That's why I'm gonna throw back at you media when you put that number up there. We're gonna, because see, look, look, look. The news I receive, it was the verse. That doesn't determine the report, I believe. God's trying to encourage us. I don't see an obstacle, I see opportunity. I don't see a problem, I see problem. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know you've been doing a lot of preaching when you pull it, you know. Y'all see about, the, the, these are the things I think about all week, like 26, what could that mean? <laughs> look, look, they returned to Moses, watch this, and Aaron and the whole community of Israel, Kadesh in the wilderness of 
Paran, look, they reported, everybody say they reported. They reported the whole community what they had seen. They showed them the fruit that they had taken of the land. We've talked about that. This was their report to Moses. Okay, we entered the land that you sent us to explore. And indeed, it is a bountiful country. Now, now, now watch this. Here's, let me just, I know they're using report here, but, but what they're really doing right now is, is, is they're giving news. Moses sent them in to check out the land, so they come back and they say this. They said, hey, look, we entered the land you sent us to. Look, man, it's bountiful. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. And we know, know that it, it had huge fruit, but watch this. But, okay, let me, let me say this. Do you notice, what, why is there a but here? Don't be thinking crazy, just watch. <laughs> why, why couldn't they have just kept the news, the news? Moses, let me tell you what's going on. Okay, we got, we got a bountiful land, milk and honey, massive grapes. We're gonna have grape juice for years. You know what I'm saying? It's all this kind of stuff. And here's what we see. We, we see that there's a few giants there. We see that the cities are divided. We, do, do you notice? All of a sudden, it goes from news to now what are they doing? We gonna put our report on this. See, we're going to put what we believe, what we, we're going to start putting our filter on this thing. Mm. Look, but, but the people, look, but the people. So in other words, even though there's all that, that good news, we, we're going to start slanting this thing. But the people living there are powerful. Their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants the descendants of Anak, the Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites live in the hill country. The, and oh my gosh, the worst people of all the ites, the Cellulites. <laughs> we roll up in this place, we gonna have some weight gain, Moses. This is bad, this is bad. We gonna turn into those Cellulite people. They live live along the coast of the Mediterranean, we're not gonna have our beach bodies ready. See, they live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea, along the Jordan Valley, look. Now watch this. But Caleb, Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Look what Caleb says. Let's go. Let, watch, watch. Caleb says, Let's go at once to take the land. He said, we can certainly conquer it. Now, now watch, 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 watch. What is Caleb doing? Go, go back to 30. What is Caleb doing? What is Caleb doing right here? Okay, first of all, what did God say? God says, I'm giving you the land. I've sent you there. This is the land you're gonna take. I mean, this is all the promise of God. You know what? Now watch, here comes the news. Now the other spies took the news and turned it into a bad report. From all I can tell, what, with what we just read, watch, Caleb heard the same thing as everybody else. Caleb, they all heard the same news. Why was Caleb and Joshua's perspective different from the other people? Well, here's what Caleb, Caleb brought God into the situation. Like, 
Like, watch, watch, watch. Oh, man, man, mm, touch your neighbor, touch your neighbor. Don't hit your neighbor, touch your neighbor and say, here it comes, 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 here it comes. Here's what Caleb is saying. What does the news have to do with what God has promised for us and who we are? Oh, come on. What does that news have to do with the report that we're gonna believe? So what Caleb does, watch, he brought God into the situation. You know the scripture that talks about where to magnify the Lord? Everybody say magnify the Lord. Have you ever thought about magnify the Lord? Now, when the Bible says that we're to magnify the Lord, that doesn't mean that we're supposed to make the Lord bigger. How can you make God bigger? God's... God's already the biggest test. We can't make God bigger. He big, he bad, he got it all. He's omnipresent, omniscient. I mean, we can't make God any bigger, but watch. Here's what, when you magnify the Lord, you know what it means? It means to pull God closer. Watch, what do you do when you have a magnifying glass? Let's say you're looking at something down here. Now watch, when you're looking at it from here, you've got all the other things in view. See what I'm saying? Like if I had something, uh, something right here, if I'm, I'm looking around, see all y'all, see all these things, cameras, lights, watch this. When I take a magnifying glass, what I do, I zoom in on this. I bring it closer to my vision. Some of you, the reason that you're living in a bad report is because you're not pulling God closer and seeing God seeing God for who he is and what he's called you to do. So look, 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 it says, so, so here's Caleb. Caleb, Caleb magnifies the Lord. Now, now here's, here's what I wanna say before, and I'm gonna, well, let's go ahead and read the rest real quick. Let's go ahead, look, watch this. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. You know, you're always gonna have more negative thoughts than you're gonna have positive thoughts. Can I just say that? The reports that try to get in your head and get in your life, I guarantee you, I don't know if it's a 10 to two ratio, but I guarantee you this, the negative thought, because human nature by default is what? We go south, we go negative. We get, we, what's that statistic like? I don't know, you know, one of those dumb statistics. Like what does it take? It takes like two muscles to smile and a hundred muscles to frown or no. Is it the opposite? What is it? Smiling's easier than frowning or fr no. Frowning's easier than, I messed it up. Forget that whole thing. Forget it. That's right. Okay, so. 26, it's breakthrough in grace. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Look, watch, watch, but, but th this is part of the, watch, this is part of understanding who you are. This is part of the report. You're always gonna have all the news, all the negative thoughts, and that's when we have to what? As the Bible says, we've gotta take captive every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. You've gotta learn, you've gotta think about what you're thinking about. You've gotta perceive 
what your perspective is. It's look, it says this, it says, look, it says they disagreed. Look, we can't go up. Caleb says we can grow, go up. They say we can't grow up. They are stronger than we, go ahead. So they spread this bad report. Here, now, see, here they go. They've gone from news to report. So they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites. Look, the land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. Look at that. We're gonna die. God promised us this land, but he must have done it to kill us. <laughs> look at this. And, you know, look, all the people, you know, we've talked about this. All the people we saw were huge. Look, we even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Look, next to them, you need to hear that message I preached two weeks ago. Let me tell you something. Never, never, never compare yourself next, next to them. Never compare yourself next to, you know, social media and, 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 and other people's opinions. Never compare yourself next to them. But when you're trying to answer that question of do I have what it takes? When you're trying to answer that question of am I okay? We're trying to answer that question is am I loved? Do I have a, pur a purpose? Never do it next to them. Always do it next to him. Next to Jesus. That's what, watch, did you notice that? And when Moses, watch, when Moses sent the children of Israel, it, he never said size up, uh, size up themselves. He just said, go, 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 go tell me what the land looks like. Don't look at yourself. There's not supposed to be any comparison here. There's not, listen, I've already given you the land. Listen, there's, there's no compare. You wanna compare anything, compare what God said and who God is to your circumstance and situation. Magnify the Lord. Look, we even saw giants there a sense of anger next to them. We felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. Now watch this. Now watch this. You can take that off. You ready for this? You ready for the heavier thing? So what we see is the news that you receive, this is important. Watch. I'm talking about your life, not just apply it to your life. The news you receive is not nearly as important as the report you believe. But watch this. And the report you believe is what you will experience in the future. So, watch, watch, watch. You know what, those, those 10 spies, guess what? That was their experience. They didn't go into the land. They wandered 40 years out in the wilderness and died in the wilderness. But guess who got to go into the land? The guys who said, no, we can take it. We can conquer it. We can do it. Oh, come on, you can give God. We, we, watch, watch, so watch. The report you believe is gonna dictate the experience that you have. What have we said about the promised land? What the giants and all these things were? It was God's insurance policy that only a people would fa of faith would inherit the land because we have to walk by faith, we have to live by faith. Without faith, we cannot please God. With faith is how we inherit the promises of God. Listen, do you believe God's report for your life? Do you believe God's report If you believe it, you'll experience it. If you don't believe it, you won't experience it. Am I talking to some people today? <laughs> that 
that are ready to experience God's report in their lives. Now watch this, remember what we read about fear? Remember like, like the people of God, they, 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 they won't fear bad news? Okay, so here's what, here's what fear does. Fear, here's where it plays in. Fear turns bad news into a bad report. You got me? Faith turns bad news into a good report. Do you see what I'm saying? So my question for you is this, in your life right now, what kind of report are you spreading? What did it say? What the children of Israel, they spread this negative report, they spread this bad report. Do you spread a bad report or a good report? Because your report not only affects your life, it affects the lives of those around you. You spreading a bad report or a good report? Watch, I'm gonna help some of you out right now. You know why some of y'all can't get a second date? You know why? Because on the first day, I just went out on your first date, did you spread a good report or a bad report? Do you see, what, what, let me help you out here. Let me, let, let me, let me help you out. Touch your neighbor, say he's gonna help you out. 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 Okay, so when you're on a date, single people, and someone says, hey, how are you doing? How, how'd your day go, all right? You don't have to give them all the details of your day that bothered you. Nobody wants to hear your bunion problem. Nobody wants to hear about your neck pain. Nobody will, let's do you see what I'm saying? Watch, if we're not careful, watch. We'll have the same filter as the children of Israel had do you see what I'm saying? And what we'll do is we'll just take, we'll take any news we get, we'll turn it into a bad report. You ever known those people? You know what I'm saying? It's like this. It's like, you know, it's like, man, I don't want to ask them how they're doing. Watch, watch, watch. Because regardless of the news they've received, I know the report that they believed. And the report that they believed is a bad report. And that comes out in who they are. That comes out in their relationships. It comes out in their life. Watch, instead, church, church, let's don't be people that take good news and turn it into a bad report. Let's be people that even when we have bad news, we're gonna turn that into a good report. Here's what I'm trying to say. The, you see, because the news, watch, the news really has nothing to do with the report. The news is the information you receive. The report is how you're gonna perceive and apply that information to your life. Come on, give God a hand. I don't always have to have good news to have a good report. Watch, you might have gotten a report from the doctor. You know what, just in the natural, like, that might be bad news in the natural. Can I, can I say this? You wanna know what the truth is? It's just news and nothing more. 
It's just news and nothing more. It has nothing to do with the report that you're gonna believe. That Lord, I know I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Lord, I know that you knew I was gonna have this health problem before it ever came up. And God, I thank you that my days, you've got my days all mapped out in your book. The very hairs on my head are numbered, God. And I know that that doctor's report says one thing, but uh, that, that news from the doctor says one thing, but God, I know the report of Jesus and he's given me a report that says, by his stripes, I'm healed. Do you see? Thank God for people that can take difficult news and turn it into a good report. I thank God for people on our staff like John Wyatt. Pastor John Wyatt, can't. And, we, and we've got a bunch of these here at Celebrate. You know, John Wyatt, I don't care what you, you give him any kind of news, you know what he's coming back with? A good report. He's coming back with a good report. You know, people ask me this all the time. Well, you know, Stovall, y'all, you know, <laughs> I get these kind of questions. Well, you know, this church, you probably just have a bunch of yes men. So, you know, just a yes people. So you can do whatever you want to do. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, let, let, let me tell you something. I, I, don't, I don't want yes people, but oh, I want people of a good report. I don't, I don't, I don't. It, 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 it's not the, the news that you receive, it's the, it's the report that you believe. It's, it's not about the news you receive, it's about the report that you believe. It's not about the news that you receive, it's about the report that you believe. Now, give me Isaiah 53 up there. It's not about the news you receive, it's about the report that you believe. Give me Isaiah 53, give me Isaiah 53 right here, look. What does God say? Watch. Who has received the news? No. Who has believed our what? Report. Watch this. How many of you have gotten some difficult news over the last week, over the last month? What, if you hadn't raised your hand, guess what? You might get some this week. It's coming. Bad news is coming. Difficult news is coming. But you know what? It has nothing to do with your report. You can look at that like Caleb and says, man, we can conquer this. I'm gonna overcome this. You know, God allowed this thing to happen in my life. It's, it's gonna serve me well. It's gonna be an insurance policy. It's gonna ensure that I'm gonna learn how to overcome and trust God and cling to God and see God come through. Now watch this. Let's go into next weekend, Easter, Easter. You wanna know who demonstrated this so beautifully? Jesus. What did that news, what did the news look like? When he was betrayed and hanging on that cross. Every woman, he was, we're, we're, he, he's on that cross. It looks like all his Lost and the, the disciples are freaking out. What so in the natural, what did that look like? Bad news. Bad news. But oh, when Jesus was hanging on that cross, it was the most beautiful report that we could have ever asked for. 
Oh, will you look to Jesus? Will you look to Jesus? The gospel, watch. The crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. It is the epicenter of bad news, but a good report. That's what the gospel is. Because when you take bad news plus a good report, it equals good news. That's the gospel. The gospel is good news. Thank you for joining us for this week's message. Our prayer is that it will help you to live a God-first life. For more information about Celebration Church and other available resources, please visit our website at www.celebration.org.